Hi, hello. Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. This is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. I feel like I haven't recorded a podcast in a month. Maths not being on last week really threw me off. Why was it on? What was up with that? They are going to extend this season at any cost. I hated well, it. Why Why do you need a mid-season recap when half of those episodes were the wedding? Maybe they're trying to show you that our season is so long, you might have forgotten some details. So we need to show you everything again. And also, who's watching this? We all have work. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I The main thing I took away from social media and kind of word on the internet is no one watched this no one liked it everyone was mad about it it was like worse than filler you know shows have filler like there's a joke in like anime like there's whole breakdowns on like what's filler and what's not and total episodes you can skip or storylines but at least that's some kind of content even though it's content leads to nothing this is just repeated content not only that but at least it's new content so it can still even if it means nothing at the time maybe it'll help build the story in the end just commentary over things we've already seen isn't helping me how about we have an episode where the experts actually do exercises or just have their family members watching the first half that we've just seen but it's just their reactions Anyway. Show me Katina's friends seeing everything so far. Uh, TLC, let me know. Hook your boy up. Lifetime. Lifetime. And TLC, you <laughs> too. Yes, all the above. Same idea uh, can plug into any show. All of you hire me. Today we'll be talking about Before the 90 Days, Season 5, Episode 15, Cold and Calculated. My initial thoughts are, I don't need anything else. I don't need another episode. Everything... Big happened already. Let's just go to the tell-all. But there's still another episode. Do you think it's going to be a lot of Ben and Mahogany? On the next episode? Yeah. Yeah. But we haven't even seen Ella and Johnny. I think it's they're just like, done. It's I think almost that was like it. a It's almost like a, a, a faint, distant memory in the back of your mind of like, oh yeah, there is another couple. Huh. Interesting. I, I just want to see the tell-all. So much has happened this season as far as... Kind of individual events that maybe the other person or the families didn't see. So I I want that. Is it odd that we lost an entire couple? I don't even. Yeah, it's but, weird. But it feels like this could be just the last episode and they just keep it going either because timing. Do you mean or Ella and Johnny or? Just in general. Oh. Just in general, the way everything was being sequenced and like it almost felt like finales of stories. Yeah. And I, I feel like we're just filling things in now. Too much filler on all t- all shows. Yeah, we say that, but then we wouldn't have something to talk about. That's true. Man, do you remember when these shows used to be 30 minutes? I actually don't. Crazy. I should just go to the initial seasons and, and check them out. Me and Leon keep toying with the idea of doing Sister Wives. And one of the positives of doing a recap of Sister Wives is that the early seasons are so short. So we could knock it out. I thought you were saying going to say they're so shit. <laughs> I don't know why. No, now that I know how things are happening now, I think it's going to be like 10 times more entertaining. Well, you've shared with me Reddit posts where folks are... People are doing deep re- dives right really now. Really breaking things down of like, 
this interaction makes so much more sense this time and place now that we know more details about their background let me just say right now on the record christine has been screaming for years that she needs more no one listened cody saying well she should have spoken up or she's never said anything before so much video evidence but i digress yeah yeah i shouldn't go too deep in that show right now no Going back to before the 90 days, let's just start with Gino and Jasmine. They are back in Panama City, and we find out that Gino has gotten Jasmine a new apartment. $700 a month, not including utilities, cables, or internet. Now, that's fine. You're engaged. You want to take care of your fiance. Okay, whatever. What I don't understand is what Jasmine's three jobs are. Because she says with her current three jobs... She cannot afford this apartment. And she's not teaching right now. Do you, do you think sometimes she speaks in a way where it's a little, it's just be an extra? But it's not really. I think she says a lot to. Almost cre- like create a scene or make it extravagant or. Yeah. Have we even heard of a, a one job? Like, the teaching. We, we know before. No, I'm saying after that because we know she was a teacher at prep level high school maybe. I think they I said it K through 12. It wasn't okay. university. Okay. We found that out on Reddit. Since then, I don't think I've ever heard her mention some type of job or no and switch. The- and she even talked shit when he requested her, like, well, you could find another job in a different industry. But but the appara- way he did it was shit. It was shit. But apparently, I mean, you also didn't mention your three current jobs. No. And I wonder what they are. Because at the beginning of the season, I could have sworn she said, I'm a teacher. And that she just doesn't work because of the pandemic. But we never heard anything besides that. Mm-hmm. It is also odd to think that this is filmed in like 2020. So long ago. A long time ago. And I also think that none of this was filmed at the same time. I think we have dramatic differences in actual timelines. Like between couples or just the yeah. st- one story? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Jasmine is taking a nap and so Gino decided to sneak off for pastries at a cafe. I love that he specifically says, well, Jasmine wants me to eat healthy. Pastries. During the cafe time, he called Uncle Marco. Marco's a gem. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Really good person to have as an uncle. He was happy to hear about the engagement, congratulated him, but he also brought up the prenup. And Gino had to admit he has not brought up the idea of a prenup. Later that night, Gino and Jasmine go out for their last dinner before Gino returns home. Gino didn't even get the chance to bring up the prenup. So we find out that Gino has got a decent amount of money in stock. Yes. He, he mentions... Buys and sells his own stock. He, he mentions over 600 k which, you know, good for him. Do your thing. I would also like to protect 650 k of stock over my assets. So it totally makes sense that he would want to bring that conversation up with Jasmine. And it sounds like on his previous relationship, he did get burned. But now... With this situation, this individual, it, when is he going to have a chance to bring it up? It almost feels like it's there's always like he's always walking on thin ice. He's always there's always something, and there's never going to be a good time. And I honestly don't think he'll ever bring it up. So Jasmine brings up that she's lurking and being a weirdo, and finds out that 
Gino's ex still has his last name? Yes, she discovered it on social media, which means she's visiting this woman's profile, which is super creepy. She probably just like stares at it for every... No, it's like the Twitter when you click the bell and you get notified of all of their posts. No, I'm sure she doesn't follow her. She just lurks and goes back to all these posts and see what she can drag out. Like, she'll probably make up things in her mind about trips that they went on or where she was and is Gino there and what date was this and you went to the world's biggest fork how dare you and then went to Legoland awful things Jasmine always asks questions to prep for what she's gonna throw in your face oh she knows She's oh she's really good I mean, at like prepping the scene and prepping the vibe we've said this from the initial hotel fight would you say she's calculated (laughs) cold and calculated not cold she loves harder than anyone yeah it's very warm and calculated (laughs) she asked gino how long he's been divorced and i believe he said eight years it's been a while it's been a long time would you and you didn't really mind did you that she kept her last name no one should mind like that's a lot of work It's so much work. It's such a headache. It takes too much time. There should be some easier way to do this. But I really feel like this is a non-issue. You can't force someone to change their name. I would die if Gino's last name was like Smith. (laughs) That's what I was thinking too. Like what if it's a really common name and there's so many people that aren't even related? It's not this legacy of Gino. Yeah, I know. She says... You married the bitch and let her keep your last name. She didn't give you kids. Nothing. What is the purpose? Also, that's really weird. Like, I get annoyed when she calls his ex a bitch. Like, yes, you don't even know her. For all we know, she could be like the sweetest person ever and Gino's a piece of shit, which, I mean, come on. <laughs> from the, from <laughs> it's not a great track from record. The, from the season, you know. She could have just left his ass and been like, you're a fucking asshole. And you just keep calling her a bitch. You don't even know this individual. How do you have so much anger for someone you've never had an interaction with? Yeah, it's weird. Like, you can be uncomfortable with someone's ex and the thought of, like, interactions, but I don't think to go as far as to call them a bitch. You know, honestly, now that I think about it, we don't know how Gino has broken it down to Jasmine. We don't know a lot about their relationship. Right. And for all we know, he could have been wording it in a way that actually puts her in a bad light. I don't believe that, because... He defended her multiple times yeah, this season. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's like, you don't got to say that, you know? Yeah. yeah. When they were yeah. at the trinket shop, okay. he defended her. Okay. She says, this last name is now mine. My biggest question here in this segment after she said that was, does she plan to give Gino children? Oh, because she's talked shit about. Yeah, she sh- didn't give you children. There's no purpose. What's the reasoning behind it? I was curious about that. Did they talk about that? Do they plan on that? Or is it just something of the X? Like, she'll pick out anything. I think it's anything that comes to mind that she can just talk shit about. And no, I do not think she's going to give Gino a kid at all. No? No. Not at all? Not at all. I no. think that Point. might be Gino's expectation, though. Because you like, remember the conversation with Marco? That's cool, but no. Ain't gonna happen. Oh. I can see it. She probably wants some little Genos running around. Another one where, as far as we know, he's never met her kids. No. No, didn't bring toys, didn't bring anything for the kids, have not met, but she already has her life planned there. How she's going to decorate, how she's going to change her home. Oh, but he's also 
wants to have kids and is ready, but he can't even get a current little kid a toy. No. Suspicious. That's just... I commend Jasmine for keeping her kids off the show, but at the same time, if you're planning to, like, be with this guy, I feel like that matters. But then at the same time, what if we just didn't see it? That's, honestly, that's true. There's some things that could be more private, and maybe they ask, like, hey... I would just don't want this to be on camera and whatnot, which I totally get. But again, like anything else, we're just talking about what we saw. Jasmine says that Gino needs to talk to his ex. And can you imagine how pissed she's going to be knowing that he has talked to his ex? Gino should have trolled Jasmine. Like, can you ask her for me? <laughs> it might go over better, actually. I think it has to be like a three-way call thing because she's going to be pissed if he's privately no, calling her no it's gonna be a, a one-on-one phone chat but jasmine's right next to gino off camera telling him what to say oh i could see that and then as we mentioned no prenup talk it was already too tense that ship has sailed i'm calling it now they never get a prenup do you think it's gonna come up next episode no i think that's also too intense because she's really sad and you know they're doing their goodbyes i i don't see it coming up then either right. Jimena and Jimena's ex. Whoa. This shit was crazy. This and dude a bit is wild. No, he was wild in. The first scene we see is Jimena's ex sitting on the curb and sounding like a teenager going through his first breakup. I thought it was real. I mean, it was real to an extent, and then it kind of just, you know, faded away. Well, he made it almost not real from the beginning. How so? He's frequenting this website every single day, paying her money, it sounds like, every single day. Then he pays her to be his girlfriend. Can can we be honest? This was not the only gal Mike was looking at in a fucking chat room. No. It was so many cringe moments after cringe moments. Starting with him begging to stay at the house. Why can't you just leave? It got real creepy. The right thing for him and his ex to do would have been like, you know what? I get it. It ain't fucking working out. I ain't giving you no more money. I'm going to pack my shit. Yeah. And get a hotel room. But no. Jimena's in the kitchen and her ex comes in to let her know that he's going to pack his clothes. You oh. don't need to let her know. Just do it. There's a, there's a lot of odd flip-flopping. Almost like Jimena's ex is... You know, part of them is like, okay, yeah, it's over. I have to do these actions to, oh, I can save this. Or I'm I'm on the offensive. Like, because at That's some point, what drove me crazy. at some point, like saying you're packing, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You're packing, which naturally means, okay, you're packing and then you're like getting your shit and you're going. But he kept doing this flip flop of, I'm going to be the aggressor, but then I'm going to be the victim. And then I'm going to throw the kids in your face. Then I'm going to make you be the bad person. It was weird. It was too See, much. I think. Probably what needed to happen on Jimena's side is she needed to stay very firm. She And she gave him a slight window by saying, I think she did say you could sleep in a different yeah. room. Well, yeah, you come she, sleep like, in a different like, room she, and you can leave in the morning. But she needed to be really firm, like, this is over, like, you need to go home tonight. But she was always consistent. She was clear. Mm-hmm. This was it. You are leaving tomorrow. But I agree. You shouldn't have even given him that inch because he's trying to take a no. mile. Yeah. As soon as you left a little opening, he just like poked his head in. He says, there's part of me that believes it's not over yet because she'd let me stay here until my flight. See, you this begged is... her yep. and she felt bad for you for one second. And now she's paying for it. 
There is a little bit of sadness to this scene because either Jimena's sister has witnessed this before or just in the life she's lived where it was almost she was very she was very good about where to position herself physically between yeah, yeah between Jimena and her ex. It was it's good that she did that, but it's also like, oh man, like the fact that you kind of like know instinctively instinctively like yeah. what to do is like it's kind of sad, but it's good that you're there for your sister. Jimena gives back the engagement ring as well as the wedding ring. Her ex replies with, why don't you hang on to them and guard them until we can work out our differences? He will not allow the actual message to penetrate his mind. Like It is over. I am done. You can go home. But no, 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 no. She does not realize that she's losing the best thing that could ever have been. The way he talks to her. I'm not used to seeing him try to be like tough. So him like had doing his like tough, tough guy face. Oh, it was gross. Like, the best thing that's ever happened. You're like, bitch, please. There was a level of anger and discomfort I had watching this entire, all their scenes this week. He goes from that to essentially shaming her. Yes. It's just disgusting. And this is all just in the same scene when she's giving back the rings. It's so weird. What I did like though is you can break it down in a second, but. She never backed down. No, never. Very clear. Also, extremely calm. I can't say myself that I would have still been trying to say, yeah, it's over. It's over. Her ex has the audacity to start throwing shit in her face, like you said. He says, through this year and a half relationship, I was able to keep you secure in a house so you weren't on the street with your kids. What kind of modeling will you do? Will you go back to that adult internet job? Fuck you. So, one, clearly we were surviving before you. Yes, we will survive after you. I was making some money some way. My kids weren't on the fucking street. You met her on that site. I love that she... Yeah. She, she like, softly threw it back at him. Good for her, because this entire time of all this shit that she was getting from him, she was still protecting the fact that he didn't want that out there. He went too far, and she had to bring it out. And she said this motherfucker was on this shit all day. Yep. Every day. He says, I could have given you so many opportunities in New York. You could have brought your children. You could have learned English. All this bullshit to try to guilt her. But again, she never backs down. She nope. said, I like, I don't want to go to New York. Like, I'm my life's here. Yeah, that's she's like, I never wanted that. It's like nothing. He's And he was like, he just kept going like, oh, if I take this shot, it's going to land. If I take this shot, it's going to land. He follows it up with, this reinforces that you just used me for money. You are cold and calculated. You had some thoughts on this. If it was just about money, the person would probably just stay. And obviously they wouldn't give you back rings. Yeah. I mean, it was based on money. That's how it all started, obviously. But to say that that's all she cared about, I don't fully believe that. I think it was 90 Day Cray Cray. They broke it down as he sort of... I'm not going to quote them because I just don't remember the whole damn quote. But it was essentially like him asking her to quit her job so that he could support her was basically a control move. Yeah, absolute power play. Now you rely on me like you need me. I now sort of in some way like own you. You have to stay with me. You owe me. And, And the moment like she broke away from that grasp, he was like. As offended as you could be, like, how dare, Mm -hmm. like, something that belongs to me, like, get away from me. 
He says, I have proof I pay the rent in this house. I'm not leaving. Also, it was kind of, the worst part was when he mentions the kids, like, oh, just let me stay. Let me just say goodbye to the kids in the morning. Like, bitch, fuck you. You ain't seeing my fucking kids. You're not talking to them ever again. Get the fuck out of my house. Do you see how he constantly is manipulating the children? He wanted to create a scene. He wanted to create an attachment. He wants those kids to be hurt because of Jimena's actions. Also, at one point, he's thinking about maybe trying to present like he's thinking of the children. But you're creating this dialogue between Jimena and yourself, which you can already tell by a scene like Jimena's kids have already heard this. I could not believe that he was acting like this while they were in the house. I didn't realize they were in the house. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he even says, oh, I want to say goodbye to them. You're full of shit. If you gave a fuck about those kids, you wouldn't be acting like this. You would not be talking to their mother like this. This is why it is important to have some basis of communication in these relationships. (laughs) When Jimenez says this like situation is stupid and of course old boy here thinks oh she called me stupid so i'm gonna call you stupid i'm like you fucking child yep and then amanda's like what? oh she almost like laughs and i was like what the fuck did he just say yeah and she's like get the fuck out yeah then that's the only time she actually raised her voice. and then him and his sister has to come in like you fucking idiot she said this is stupid not you're stupid mm-hmm. i mean you are but oh but then check this out Isn't it crazy to think that the young sister was the catalyst to not only calm this down, but actually just get Mike's ass moving in the right direction to leave? Yes. He's like, yeah, just go ahead and pack up. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow you say goodbye to the kids in the morning if you want to, AK, no, fuck no. (laughs) Just go ahead and pack. Yeah, man. I am curious when production is watching this, is there some kind of rule book? Like at what moment? Do you feel like you need to do something? I don't think they do anything unless it gets physical. For example, Jasmine and Gino. Hmm. I think the general rule is to never interfere unless it comes down to safety. Just he was it was so intimidating. This dude won't leave your house? You and your kids live there? That's scary. I'm really excited to not have to talk about him ever again soon. I assume he won't be on other seasons. I think I said his name. It'd be really fun if you did the beep. I'll just cut it out. It'll be like a super awkward, like just a silence. Anything else on them? I was just, I hated everything. No, no. Just, just to see something like that play out, which is almost like a lot of real world, you know, physical abuse situations probably start just like that. Exactly. Which is, is, is real scary. Yeah. Just watching this man's demeanor change, the way he spoke, the way he carried himself. Disgusting. Talking about disgusting, Ben and Mahogany. Ben is alive. He made it back to San Bartolo. He says he feels disconnected from Mahogany right now and that there's been no romance. Do you realize that it only bothered him for like an hour that Mahogany was 22? Oh, it was like 10 minutes. Yeah, got over that real fast. I wonder how he would answer the question of, do you feel odd dating someone that's your daughter's age? I'm always curious of what the response would be. They could go with the good old age is just a number. Nope, I have the response. Oh, talk to me. It's God's plan. Oof, oof. 
So how would he feel if his daughter dated someone his age? He does, he does not God's think plan? of that. God's plan? I doubt it. These are just things that pop into my head while I'm watching the show. I would love the daughter to do that out of spite. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yes. Give me that scene. This is gold. Give me this at the tell-all. Oh, TLC. The ex-wife. I don't even care no, if it's real. Have the ex-wife ask these questions. Yeah. Oof. Honestly, I'm at the point. I don't even know if this is fake or not. Like, I'm it, so fucking confused. She is definitely fake. Oh, for sure. For sure. But damn it, that stupid fucking photo that we saw of them. Like, what the hell's going but on? was that just to stir up their storyline, to bring them more attention? No I don't put it no past cameras, them. Though. There was no cameras, right? No, but they could have just sent that to a tablet. Hey, friend, take hmm. this picture. Hmm. Say that you saw us. Okay. It, it, it would be interesting timing, right? She's always she's always been trying to be an actress. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The timing is also too good. Perfect timing, yeah. mid season. Yeah, they met up at the pier where they first met. Isn't it real convenient that she forgets certain languages when questions and like serious conversations come up? There, she's so confused. There is Boy. one. There's one scene, and I'm not sure where we're gonna get to it, but it's almost like a confirmation that. Like, Spanish was not her first language. Okay. I I think it's still Peruvian Spanish. You think I've so? never heard it, but I've only hung out with a couple Peruvians, so I don't feel like I can judge us too hard. But me and Leon watch us back, like, three times. Generally, the Spanish I know, chance isn't really a word. What you would say is opportunity. So, she says, chance. I've never heard that word before. Yeah, well, you usually say that is like, um, you know, like, I'm going to give you a chance. It's like, te voy a dar una oportunidad. It's like, yeah, way fucking different than chance. And I'm like, chance sounded so weird to my ears. I don't think okay. I've ever heard that. And she said it multiple times. It's like, I've never fucking used that word in Spanish. I've never heard it, but I did Google it and it is one of the forms. So I can't say that's not right because okay. Peruvian Spanish okay. is not the same as the Spanish we know, so someone's gonna correct just be like, you fucking idiot. It's just Spanish is Spanish. Never. There's a lot of fucking slang. <laughs> right? Yeah. Me and you watched it like three times and we thought we got her. Yeah. I mean I did <laughs> uh, my Googles were not as long as yours because mine came up with nothing. It it was just it was weird to the ear for sure. <sighs> yeah, they meet up and he gives her a teddy bear like she's fucking twelve because he's which is fucking gross. weird. He's got that I'm your dad vibe, which is that's what ugh. yeah. Anyway, her and her fucking chopped up hair, they meet up, they talk about nothing, unless you recalled anything. I just thought it was empty-ass conversation about, what are we? What's going on with us? Very telenovela-like. In my note, I wrote down, Mahogany wants Ben to fight for her, and Ben wants to feel wanted. It's so dumb. Both, that's like such an age thing when you're young, you do want people to fight for you, and when you're old, like, he wants to be wanted, like, it's... It's we, just we, weird. We are watching a weird high school. I have a crush on you, but I kind of like you, but I also yeah. don't want to tell you because I want you to chase me yep, kind of vibe it's going all on. about that. And I hate it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm cringing. Did you see what shirt this man was wearing? This man has the balls to say he's not in a midlife crisis. He's wearing like a print. It's button up. sparkly 
something on the back Honestly, of a black button. I, I couldn't read the letters, but you know the back of that button up. The design is like some kind of god. It's Jesus. a skull for sure or nah, an eagle nah, 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 for nah. sure. Nah, it's like. Do you think it's prayer hands? It's like some kind of like God made me or something. I, I don't know. Just some kind of. <laughs> but it was a lot of writing. It might All be, I know uh, is anyway. it was glittery, sparkly, rhinestone like. And it was weird. And you cannot tell me this man is not going through a midlife crisis. So the motorcycle. Motorcycle. Maybe his tiny his shirts. Maybe that was his motorcycle attire. Self tanner bronzer. No. No, no, no. And then they do the probably most awkward kiss I've ever seen. Just screaming. Just so awkward. So cringy. Maybe it was the the con- confused? Confused? Yes. I lean in for this kiss and she's like, oh my God, he's a good kisser. I honestly am, I don't hate her, but I am so much more annoyed by the fact that in one hand she says, oh, but he's actually a good kisser to then, oh, I don't know about you. Like, mm. <laughs> She is... Like I don't want to. So I don't, don't want to be together. Mm. No. As they pull apart from their kiss, Mahogany says, "You're crazy," and Ben says, "I love you." She doesn't return the "I love you." By the way, no. Multiple times <laughs> this episode, she didn't return anything he said. I was. I think I was just fucking dying of laughter every time she didn't return it. I thought it was weird that Ben said he never kissed anyone like that before, but he's been married and then he was like engaged to like a twenty-seven-year-old. You know what my fingers are doing? How would you describe that? They're doing the uh, the bullshit lights, the bullshit radar. It's fucking going <laughs> red flag, off. Red flag, red it's flag. going off like crazy. I'm telling you all, this man is 14 years old. You've never kissed someone like that. So, how did you kiss the 27 year old that you dated? Did you just like kiss? Not you just peck like, peck. Nah. It's upper lip to upper lip. <laughs> Ben and Mahogany travel to Lima to spend the day together before his flight home. Talking about expressions that Mahogany does not return, Ben says he wants to spend as much time as possible together. Mahogany replies with, that's sweet. When Mahogany and Ben were driving down the highway, do you think that was actually her university? I think it was a university. I don't think she went there. Oh, With her fake friends that wear matching clothing. You know, something I should have mentioned from their actual conversation when they were sort of calling each other out on their bullshit, which I think Ben has less BS than Mahogany. Because nah. well, she, she brings up a lot like, you didn't tell me about your relationship with your ex. I'm like, oh my God, in the grand scheme of things, what do you care? Like, my kids are grown. No, but it matters because does a person take responsibility in their previous relationships for sure. their fault? Is it only the woman's fault? Is it only right. the other person's right. fault? But then he actually asks, well, you know, the photos, you know, they, they look different. He said, yeah, no video chats. And then she smiles, she's like, well, I sent videos, but yeah, no video chats. And then he said, you lied about being 24. It's like, I did? He said, I have the text. I got the the receipts, girl. I don't remember. And this is when her English skills dramatically fall. It's it's right before the text where you said you'd have, like, many children. (laughs) You've had my beautiful children. You'll have my children. Multiple. When all of these direct questions were brought up, she was not having it. No, no, well... At, right after the last one, which was the the, the photos look different, and mm-hmm. you know he probably has her as like a background on his cell phone because he's like the photos are different and like the the phone's kind of like lit, and she just like mm, 
that's nice. And then she just like smiles and just does not answer anything. Nope. She says, keep talking. She says, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. So, while I think Ben is trash, like, trust me, we're, we're still on that ride. Mahogany's real fake. I she uses everything to her advantage. I felt bad she didn't say anything. No, in she's not going to give anything. Questions. She's going to give us no details. She says, the one who is deceiving, using me and playing games is you. I I feel like two people are playing this game right now. Oh yeah. He didn't even girl, he didn't even ask about the Airbnb. No. <laughs> are those your real parents? That's what I want to know. Or are they your parents, but are they also in on this? Are they your parents or are they like your telenovela parents? <laughs> Muy. No, I don't know. Benjamin. I hate hearing this weird telenovela voice, but like as she says anything. Yeah, I think we do forget she's only 22. A very interesting 22-year-old. Yeah. She has a story. I want to know the story. I mean, if we're being honest, it's probably not that interesting. She's just like a habitual liar. Memphis and Hamza. So much happened. It is the day of the wedding. Memphis is getting her hair done. And Mama Hamza is feeding her. I love Mama Hamza, by the way. While it's traditional for Memphis and Hamza to get ready separately, because Memphis doesn't have anyone there, they are getting ready together. And I thought that was very sweet. We see Father Hamza for the first time, and it was a decent meeting between Mama Hamza and Father Hamza. They seemed nice enough to each other. You don't got to be yeah, friendly, they're pretty, but... they're pretty cordial. You were saying that Hamza looks just like his dad. Yes! Yeah, that for real. Completely. It's odd, too, because then the sister looks just like her mom. Yeah. Everyone looked absolutely beautiful for the wedding. I love Memphis's jumpsuit. Super cool, super unique. I think she said... Hamza looked very regal, mm. very royal, and I thought he did too. He looked great. And let then me, the sister's beautiful outfit me, with the beading, everyone's let me, gorgeous. Let me break something down that I I could almost feel from Hamza. There's one scene where he's sort of talking about wanting to prove to his dad that he's sort of grown, that he can mm-hmm. take care of things. And in the scene, he's almost has like his his hand on his dad's shoulder while his dad's sitting. Yeah. And it almost seems like at one well, and part of it it's like I'm so happy my dad's here. Like, I don't get to see him all, like, ever. Yeah. But it is amazing that someone could either have, I mean, in some ways, the way to describe it, like, your fucking dad left you guys. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what it it was. But no matter what, I think a kid always wants not only their dad's approval, their love, their encouragement, even if shit hit the fan. Yeah, it 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 was fascinating to think that in one way, maybe this man has done very little to help you if anything in your life and he still has that whole like father son like want to make my dad proud and exactly it was really interesting memphis said she feels like she's being rewarded for all the loss she had in her childhood and that's so fucking sad i really really wish that she could have worked on herself before getting married and you know what follows yeah but marrying someone will not fix how you're feeling Oh, yeah, and she's probably going to realize that there's so many things, you know, now that they are married that she still has to work through. I don't know, just either the the void of family or whatever, but there's still going to be a ton of things that you probably still have to work through. All that trauma is still there. Can't just put this Band-Aid over. Their wedding was super fast. Yeah. But great. Crazy fast. The notary presented them a document. They both signed. It was followed by a prayer. And... Good Lord, Memphis did absolutely no research on what this that wedding really traditions would be. Don't you make didn't watch the faces. Like, you didn't watch like 
a video on like how are these weddings going down is there anything you need to know is there anything you need to do i just thought the faces were so unnecessary i've given i feel like i've given my fist too much credit girl I, I just want you to i want her to be happy and healthy and great and she's killing me with her lack of research and lack of preparedness it, it, it hits me harder because I know she's in a profession where you needed to study your ass off to get to where you're at. And the fact that she can't do some basic ass YouTube search of like uh, as example wedding yeah. over there. And like, oh, okay, that's what they do. That, Just okay, that's watch cool. a Tunisian wedding video. There's probably a million of them. And also, if they're doing a prayer, like that's pretty fucking special for them. Yeah. And you're just like making these dumbass faces. Did not that's love pretty that. pretty fucking rude. But don't worry. It's honeymoon time. A.K.A. Sexy time. They took a trip around the coast of Tunisia for their honeymoon. And on the last day, right before returning back to Mama Hamza's house, we find out that Memphis is pregnant. Now, this just confirms all rumors. So I actually asked Ellie, what is the fastest possible time you could know you are pregnant? 10 days from conception, which does make sense. Uh, the timeline does add up. I saw a really good meme. It was a screenshot of when Memphis and Hamza told his mom and sister. And the sister was smiling and Hamza's mom was a little hesitant. And it said, Mama Hamza calculating <laughs> in her head. Well, then in her interview, she's like, while I'm not proud of what they did before, um, yada, 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 grandkid, all is forgiven. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grandkid, <laughs> blessing, beautiful. She's like, you're gonna bring a baby Hamza? So oh, sweet. God. I love seeing everyone so happy, especially when Memphis told Hamza in the hotel. He so was, sweet. Wow, very happy. Rumors are true. Yeah. There was no evidence at all. No one could produce a photo, but it was true. That's fascinating. Like, how could nobody produce a phone? I don't know. Like, if you saw them out, couldn't you just whip out? Everyone has their phone on them. It's amazing that no one, Everyone's it, no one in her work would out her. Good for them. That's good. Wow. But big congratulations to them. Very wild. Crazy timeline. So much has happened within a one-month visit. Kim and Usman. We see Kim and Usman waking up in the morning, and I could really stop seeing these scenes. Yeah, the the less intimate scenes I can get with this couple, the better my life will be. I would love less intimacy with all of these people. Now that I yeah, think about you know, it. even though this is a show about love and getting married, I don't really. I, well, not really. I don't <laughs> tune into the show for any intimacy. It was the most we have seen in all seasons. Like, I they definitely showed us more. I don't need nothing people, was left to the imagination. <laughs> I don't need people talking about getting the yammy, having enough yammy, lasting yammy for no. I don't. I don't need no none of that. What you can't see is me doing the fist. <laughs> yeah, I don't need us comparing vegetables to nothing. No, no. But did you notice Usman was wearing his own shirt that he borrowed from Kim? It takes a special type of mind. Wear a shirt with your own face on it. <laughs> That's right. That is a special, special human being. Kim is leaving today, and we see her pack for the 40th time this season. She starts getting emotional in the cab on the way to the airport. Airport goodbyes are never easy and always super emotional, so I feel her. Isn't it amazing to see that type of emotion from one person 
and a complete <laughs> lack of emotion from the other. Yeah, there's a lot of smiling on his end. No tears, definitely no tears. Usman is honestly, he's almost captivating because he's so full of shit that you're just like, man, like, what's he going to do next? Here's my thing with him. I'm constantly trying to read him. Yeah, like, you It kind can. of throws me off. And he's so committed to his craft. I mean, man, he gave her the yammy, like, this shit is real. But then you're like, this this can't be real. Like, this is... Like, what is he doing? What is, is this all to get, like, his viewer numbers up? To get his name out there? I think that's he's a real, big part of it. He's real committed to the craft, uh, if it is. The producer knew exactly what he was doing when he asked if there would be a kiss on the lips. This whole exchange is so stupid. and then So awkward. Yes. No. Yes. No. But he's like, uh, if, if I um, do that, it's a... Uh, It'll be like a public announcement or some shit. Like, like they are not on a global television show. A very popular one at that. That everyone around you knows you're currently filming or have been <laughs> yes. in? I don't get it. But don't worry. They did high five. Why was there a potato phone recording of Kim in the airport? That was fucking... That was kind of weird. Why even include that? That was weird. That showed nothing... Does this was like my phone this a, from high school. Is this school. a production person? Because yes. do you not have a GoPro? Why can't you use any one of the probably multiple cameras you have? You probably even have a point and shoot I know, somewhere. I know all of you have fucking iPhones. Yeah. Period. Get your iPhone out. Send it to the fucking studio. Weird. It was so weird. And it added nothing. Like, this wasn't a critical moment <laughs> we needed to see. Like, okay. You know how we all wanted to see Jenny and Submit when Submit's in-laws came while jenny was at the apartment we Uh all wanted to see that i would have taken that footage on this potato phone yeah yeah yeah. this airport scene was nothing i didn't need it but nothing really happened with them that was it she left nope on the next time on we see jasmine feeling regret for how she acted during her and gino's last dinner together usman is in the streets he's hoeing he's definitely hoeing with the necklace that Kim bought him, he calls and asks Zara if there's anything she misses about him. I'd just be like, nah, never met you. Nah. We see Memphis preparing to go home. We see Ben chasing Mahogany and says he didn't realize their relationship was so fragile. I wouldn't even say this is a relationship in any sense. Like, you're not even friends. Then we see Jimena's ex finally going home. But then we see that he is still trying to communicate with her. She needs to block this dude. And that's all. Do you have anything else? No, just a couple things off off the top is I'm really curious about the Uzman thing of like, why are you calling Zara? Are you trying to play two women against each other? I don't I don't get that. I feel like he called her the night Kim left. He's still at the resort. You know, he had to finish business. It's sad, huh? Yeah. I don't get his grand plan, but. Yeah, it's weird. I think Jasmine is definitely trying out for her own telenovela. Uh, no, she loves Gino. <sighs> she has the most... Like, her reactions are like, you're you're tiring yourself out. You need to just, like, tone it down. Okay, but she is the only person on this show that does self-reflection. Eh, I mean, if you, learn from, if you don't learn from your self-reflection, though... Think, name one other person that's ever thought, okay, yeah, I was out of line. Yeah, but it's one thing... I was out of line, but I'm just going to be out of line tomorrow anyways. So I think she's working on it. 
I think I like Jasmine. She has self-reflection. I think with some therapy, she'd be just fine. All right, I'll give it to you. On this blow-up, she probably won't throw something at Gino or throw the toothbrush out. Well, she was happy because he said what she wanted. So (laughs) I think it de-escalated pretty fast. Again, I'm over it. I just want my tell-all. I'm sure the Memphis scene, they're going to try to do their best to make it, you know, the loving married couple expecting a baby the goodbye it's gonna be very thick so they're definitely on happily ever after then right they gotta be yeah they got or the regular 90 day right right well no because they're already married so ben and mahogany honestly i could barely give two shits about yeah i would love to not see them again but i mean i want everyone to bring up the receipts in front of everyone else like on the show, hey, this is the text where you said you were 24. These you, are the photos you sent Ben. You were going to have his children. But you <laughs> said it wasn't real. Oh, but everything you said was real, you said. It's just text. Yeah. What else surprised you the most on this episode? Was it just the Jimenez X kind of the way yeah, he acted? I, I knew he was going to be an asshole. Like we saw the previews. I didn't think it was going to go this far. I didn't think it was going to be so bad. Yeah, it, it it feels like this has been the focal point they've been building for the longest time. Ever since yeah. we first saw him running, doing some parkour shit. Just if someone says they don't want to be with you, don't try to change their mind because it's just going to end poorly. It sucks, but he should have just cut his losses, go to the hotel. At one point he even said, well, I have to work in the morning. Yeah, hotels have Wi-Fi. Yo, one more, uh, one more shout out to a uh, ninety day cray cray. When they mentioned a long time ago, like this whole Elsa and Johnny thing, like that is Ella. Ella, I'm sorry. Yeah, their storyline, hundred percent agree. That shit could have been straight cut. It was yeah, nothing fucking happened there. No, we saw three video chats and then a visit with their parents. Not needed. Um, and I got nothing wrapped up. She cheated on him. He's not coming. The end. When does the next season start? About two, three weeks probably. Yeah. Keep it going. Wild. There are no breaks. We're on this ride. I am fascinated with how long they could keep this amount of content going. Well, there's other shows going on right now, too. We just don't cover them. Right. So 90 but, Day but Diaries. I, but I mean, like, they must either have to hire so many more people to handle everyone, production crews, scheduling. Like, it must be crazy yeah. to keep this train moving of, like, keep the content going. I mean, I'm starting to see the same thing with maths. This season started so fast compared to previous seasons. And they only have a few spinoffs. Like, there's an Australia one, I think? Yeah, there is Married at First Sight Australia, which everyone says is better than the U.S. one. So I would love to see it. It's almost like there's only so much you can do with that concept besides changing cities, unless you have concurrent multiple city things, but then people are going to get burned out. Whereas 90 Day can have... There's a little twist. 90 Day has little variations of like, you go there, people come here... Before the 90, after the 90. Happily ever maybe after, some people, single life. Maybe some people are weird, out-of-this-world characters, and we just need to focus them on their own show, a yeah. la Daisy and Starcy. Oh, it's fine. Leave it at that. Starcy. <laughs> That's what we're going to refer to them as. It's just a hodgepodge of them combined. Yeah. I'll Which just, is honestly the perfect just way to now. describe it. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. I missed talking to you. It feels like it's been so long. I hope you have a good week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. It's like when their powers combine. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.